0: If you're sensitive to a few four-letter words and are not open to contrasting views to sports, politics, life, entertainment, and other topics, I would suggest you not listen. Online, we navigate conversations with no filter, and we certainly are not always PC. Our broadcast is intended to be light, but thought-provoking with a dash of sarcasm. For entertainment purposes only, like it or not. (laughs) I hear it. What's that? What is that?
1: Daytime baseball.
0: Daytime baseball, huh? You win for something yep. well, not so great. Sorry to break it to you. You win for the little, little,
1: little springtime baseball.
0: Okay, good. I can hear you much better now. You sounded like you were at the game for a second. <laughs> Is are the Phillies and Reds finally getting some some game time in? I know they rained out, weren't they, or something? They were rain delayed yesterday. Okay, all right. The two worst, uh, and the two worst teams in the baseball. This is incorrect. This is incorrect because I have um,
1: I have uh, documentation from the odds, the current odds in Las Vegas, where my dear girlfriend put ten dollars. Or twenty dollars on the Phillies to win the World Series at what? So two
0: hundred to one odds
1: or something? Nope, it's not two hundred to one odds. 20? I don't have the uh, odds in front of me, but uh, um, but uh, I have. Uh, just hold on one second. Hold on one second. Okay. As usual, ill prepared. So according to Vegas, the Bellagio. We have the most is it must be the cubs.
0: Yeah See well that, as far as that's showing the cubs are the favorite favorite to win the whole thing this year again.
1: So you go down to my filberts all the way. Gosh
0: just keep going. They're
1: and ahead that of the, is <laughs> at 80 to one. 80 to so, one. okay well so here is my there it is Bellagio folks. Ten dollar, twenty dollar,
0: uh, deal. So nice. Well, we're all gonna go to a party if that happens. Hope springs eternal, my brother. Hope right. springs eternal. Well, welcome back to Like It or Not. We are in the cave again. We're, this is exciting. We're back in, just like uh, you can't hold baseball back for too long. You can't hold Like It or Not back too long, is either. I'm Dave O it's Yogi bear and again this is like it or not please reach out to us when you're not doing anything more important at 202-796-0240 you can text us there and we'd love to hear from you and we've got a great show things are just popping all over the place as we got ready to get on this show today bear you know i saw a headline about don rickles dying don rickles died 90 years old Hey, he had a good run. He did. And, you know, Don was one of the original, like, insult comedians. You know, he always just insulted everybody, and, and people liked it. So he kind of—that's how he—that's uh, where he laid his hat on insulting others. So I don't know if you were a big Don Rickles fan or not, Bear. I was. Mostly
1: in the movie, when he gets pistol when he gets uh, knocked over the head with a phone, a payphone— uh, gosh, I can't even remember the film. Um, it's not good. It's not Goodfellas, but uh, another one. But uh, uh, yeah, he, was, he was, was in Casino. Casino, exactly. Yeah, Casino. You know, he, he got he hit was, over the he head one of the with pit, that telephone. Pit bosses. Yes, exactly. I'm sorry. So excuse me for uh, for missing that vital film. But yes, he was. It, he it was part of his. Uh, you know, they call him Mr. Warmth, yeah. Don Rickles. But uh, you look at uh 90 years old he had a good life you know so uh yeah, uh, yeah. but speaking of uh, keeping a good man down dave tell me why while searching for tom brady's jersey that it was a joint recovery effort from the fbi other law enforcement uh agencies you got, then it was found an international uh,
0: media person
1: stole this jersey.
0: The FBI? Really? I know. I saw that as well. I, the money that was spent on recovering a flipping NFL jersey, of all things, it's where we live. Yeah. We live here, folks. It's, crazy. We, it's like insane center, in the
1: membrane.
0: Like it or not, that's how things go in the United States. I mean,. Oh. We spent a lot of money on some silly stuff like we've talked about in the past. But, you know, on top of that, with the baseball season getting started, so, uh, you know, Tom Brady and all the wonderful Patriots showed up at opening day for the Red Sox. And did you catch this? How Gronkowski uh, stole the jersey and was running around for Tom to tackle him. Well, The point is there that Gronkowski's played, like, five games in the last two seasons because of back injuries, and not only did he do that the other day, but the night before he was on WrestleMania. I did see that. Participating. Unfortunately. Yeah, Yeah. as a wrestler, like, this guy might be time to call it a day and get into Hollywood like O.J. Simpson and, you know, these other guys that get into acting because he's more about the – yeah the the playful nature of things and being on the football field where he makes his money yeah it was it was um I did see we he he tried to
1: grab uh, uh, Brady's jersey, grabbed it, and the two ladies ran across the field <laughs> like they were uh, you know in a, a field of poppies or something <laughs> like that. It was pretty gay. It so.
0: was very, very <laughs> gay. Not being. I thought correct. they were going to
1: kiss at the end at second base.
0: <laughs> hey, they made it to second, right? They You're made right.
1: it to second.
0: Oh my gosh. I said,
1: you guys on your first date, I see, you know. <laughs> but keeping with the baseball theme, Dave-O, do you know you have a new Ripken down there in town? No,
0: do tell, do tell.
1: Yes, yes. The O's signed Ryan Ripken, Cal's son, to a minor league contract. He's going to play in Aberdeen uh, this season. So Are you kidding me? He's going to play at Ripken Field as a Ripken. At Ripken Field. As a Ripken for the Aberdeen uh, Ironbirds, yes. So yeah, so that's uh, that's exciting. That was underneath the radar screen. I looked at that. Look at the transactions of Major League yeah. Baseball, and I saw that. So so you have a new Ripken in town. So really he, they nice. were, he was he was not drafted by the Orioles. I'm going to stay with the Orioles, Dave. please do. Adam Jones, he is is in his 10th opening day start for the o's 10th straight now tell me who are the only o's with more opening day starts for
0: the orioles Uh the baltimore O's. your baltimore Orioles. i got two guys all right i'm gonna go with frank robinson and cal rifkin cal is good Frank's okay. a no. Frank's not it. Frank is a no. He he only he only had a
1: few. Oh, excuse seasons. me.
0: I meant I meant Brooks. I meant Brooks. Oh, Brooksie, yes. Yeah, Brooks. Both is of two. them. Yeah. Twenty opening day games. Yeah. No, I I meant, I, I meant old Brooksie there. So yeah. Okay. Good. At least I know what's going on in Baltimore. Might not. Know not what's... necessarily.
1: Not necessarily, Davo. Don't <laughs> don't get all don't 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 get all. A high on yourself, okay? Well, because there's others, okay? There's others. Well, you I'm know, telling you. Chris
0: Davis uh, leads the league the last three years. No one's had more home runs than uh, Davis. Oh, interesting. Interesting. So, you know what? I'm just going to stay in your
1: area, Dave. You're getting ready to say something, but I'm going to throw you another one, baby. Give it to me. Give I'm it gonna, to me. Okay. You know who the new head coach of the Georgetown Hoyas are? Uh, of course I do. My big boy, oh, okay, so you- Big Pat. So your head is not definitely in the sand all the time down there.
0: No, sir. I'm excited about this one, Yogi. I am so excited for Patrick Ewing. Is there a Patrick Ewing Jr. floating around? There certainly is. And Patrick Ewing Jr. also went to Georgetown. And this is what people are missing. You know, I heard a lot of people this week talk about whether this was a good move and all these other things. Well, hell yeah, it's a great move because, first of all, Patrick Ewing deserves a shot at being a head coach. This guy's been in the NBA coaching as an assistant for 15 years or something like that, and there was talk about, well, will he be able to go in and talk to kids? Do kids even know who he is? Well, yeah, one, kids know who they are. Two, he's got a son who's about you know, 24, 25, so he's not that far removed from college. And Patrick's going to do – I think he's going to do a great job. I, I'm really excited about this move. Uh, you know, I did – I think I told you we had season tickets to Georgetown back when Patrick was there, all four years, and then after that. So uh, very much. When they
1: lost to Villanova, Raleigh Massimino and Villanova.
0: When they lost to them, but we had some great, great victories there at the old Cap Center. So I'm excited about this one, man.
1: In Landover, yes, (laughs) a moment of silence for the Cap Center. I loved. I I did like that horseshoe. That uh, dome
0: top was awesome.
1: Yeah, and you can what I like about it is you can see it from the highway. You know, it's you like you pumped it, up. Yeah, it does, it does. Except they, except it was, you know, an indoor arena which I'm not you know, I'd rather go outside for my sports. I so. graduated in
0: that building. You graduated in that building? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Our our number one fan, Madonna, she's back in the news oh i love madonna she can't stay away what's <laughs> not to love davo she can't stay away so evidently uh there's a pepsi commercial that surfaced uh over the last week with uh kendall jenner you know one, yeah, of, the, like, one of the young kardashians and uh she had a pepsi commercial that got pulled off the air uh she was i don't know taking part in a protest and then gave a pepsi to a to a cop and there's all this uproar about Black Lives Matter so Madonna couldn't stand it where she had to chime in and say you know talk about when she her Pepsi ad got withdrew and was going to be on uh, you know the Cosby show and she was kissing a black priest and that wasn't good so she just couldn't, she couldn't resist she had to get into it on Twitter about herself as you know so anyway I thought that was interesting Madonna's always trying to her nose out there
1: yes and actually I did see the uh commercial and uh the the Jenner commercial and yeah. uh I, I was I looked at it a couple times and, and I maybe I'm just a white cracker isolated from the real issues but I, I had to look at it a couple times it's like yeah I could see how this could be misconstrued but um um To be pulled, I and then and then, but to top it off, you know, when we talk about damage control and correct damage control, okay, who does Pepsi apologize to? But to Jenner, not to their mistake of putting it out or something. It was misdirected.
0: Yeah, and I don't understand knowing the. The political climate where we are currently, and how sensitive people are about things. Why did they even put this out there to begin with? Like, what? You, if you're going to pull it, you better tell tell the folks why you made it to begin with. What was what was the overreaching method or uh, you know point of that ad?
1: Yeah, it 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 also it just reeks of, of something bigger. You know, let's throw it out there. Let's get the controversy. Pull it out. You know, you got Jenner in these absolutely insanely tight jeans uh, and they make sure they get a spot of her behind um, and uh, you you know and and giving a coke to um, uh, uh, the police when there's um, you know uh, a whole a whole uh, maybe black people back there um, and behind her and something like that like she is the uh, she is the end-all be-all she can take care of this with a Pepsi you know,
0: yep, yep. So, we're not talking about mean Joe Green. No, no, he's not throwing a terrible towel to anybody. Um, you know, it, well, we'll get into it a little bit later with our guest in the second, um, second segment here. But, you know, we talked to our guest about some, some, uh, ongoing backdoor conversations with uh, different corporations. Um, so the other thing which, was brought to my attention earlier today which I hadn't even been paying attention on was this whole thing with Bill O'Reilly? Have you been following that Yogi? It seems like this's been going on for a
1: long time. I mean you know like I did read about it a couple of years ago and then of course now the the sponsors pulling ads and it was I don't know it just didn't um, it, it didn't pull my my attention. Because I've heard about this before it, this was nothing new
0: well is it is it not also maybe the fact that after uh, you know we got we got the Bill Cosby thing that's been going on for years and years we've got now this thing and it just seems like these these are going on and perhaps is that not you know are we desensitized to the fact that this goes on and the media props it up so we're not really sure whether we're to believe these Women that come out, or but it's a you realize it's um, a middle aged white
1: guy, okay. Like Bob Barker got hit up for sexual, you know, misconduct. Uh, David, David Letterman, Letterman, yeah, yeah. And so it's like, okay, well, you know, uh, it's Bill's turn. And guess I'm not a big fan of Bill O'Reilly, uh, so it really didn't um, it really didn't surprise me and. Um, and, and, and nobody's a winner in that situation. Yeah. But um, I'm just not, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not surprised at much at all when I hear that.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, I guess there's an Alabama governor who's in trouble now, too, or something about having some love relationships with somebody. I don't know. It's just, you know, here we are, 2017, and Bill Clinton caught so much smack, you know, 20 something years ago for. Eh, a few misguided Hummers, Hummers in the, in the White House, <laughs> <laughs> cigars.
1: <laughs> I mean, gosh,
0: that was consent.
1: But the too. son of a bitch, he wore that tie. You know that wasn't a tie that yeah, he, Monica she gave, gave him. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: God oh, damn, slick, slick Willie, baby, slick Willie. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You put him. You know, but it's true though. It's a double standard, Dave, in our society. It's it's like um, you know if um, you know guys who who uh, unfortunately guys who have sexual assault against them you know are not saying oh they're pigs or whatever or but if it was a female you know they would throw a slut they would do this it's a double standard it's terrible yeah. and 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 uh, so but that's um, that is. Uh, discussion for another time but we're you know what the world happiness report came out recently actually on Monday okay not not last Monday but a Monday and the US is ranked 14th in happiness which means uh, we get the pharmaceutical companies are happy because we need more <laughs> pharmaceuticals to make us happy okay so um, you know the number one the number one happiest uh Country in the United States, uh, in the world?
0: Oh yes, in the world, of course. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes, uh, no. Amsterdam, uh, Netherlands. No, no, no. Okay, am no, no. I hot or cold Around there? Okay, let's. You are, you are hot. Go north. Switzerland, Go. Sweden. N- nope. <sighs> Norway. 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 Gosh, who even lives in Norway? Why are they so damn happy?
1: Yeah, I do They must eat a lot of fish in Norway. They ski. They, you know, whatever. I don't. But Norway and Denmark are happy, uh, so I, I have no idea. But you know what? You know what I thought.
0: The what US, did, you, what the, did you? Yogi? What did you? The think? U.S.
1: will never crack the top ten
0: because marijuana is not Phil, legal.
1: No, as as long as Philadelphia is in the United States, <laughs> they will never. United States will never crack the top ten in happiness. Okay. Well, okay. because because you know Philadelphians are not happy people. We're Negadelphia. Okay. So
0: you guys still have Josh Howard playing
1: on your baseball team? Josh Howard? No, that was Ryan Howard.
0: Ryan yeah. Howard. Is he and still on the team. We showed him.
1: We showed him the door. Finally. After huh? after nobody would take him.
0: We, we 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 couldn't give him away.
1: Yeah. So
0: okay. Just yeah. checking. Hey, I saw the Eagles brought back Nick Foles at quarterback. Earth-shattering, isn't it? It is, <laughs> it is. So, so on, on that note, like it or not, we'll be traveling to Philadelphia, the home of the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, for the draft. So we look forward to that in the coming weeks.
1: Yes, the the uh, the very first draft was in very first NFL draft was in Philadelphia, uh, the uh, the birthplace of our independence. Don't believe those people from Boston would say that. So, you know. Um, yeah, but opening day, opening day at Washington D. C. Uh, and we're gonna put a picture up on um, on uh, Twitter on our site. Yes, on Twitter. Uh, in Washington, there was a huge banner that said "Impeach Trump." Nice. So and that yeah, so it was huge, right at the end of the game. so um so that that was uh huge. We'll put that up. You probably our listeners, our listener probably had seen it already. So, well you heard uh,
0: about how Trump was uh, invited to throw out the first pitch, right? Yeah, yeah, I re- mean, that's de- a joke. Why He would never accept to do that. the I can't see him showing up at a public setting with people at like at a baseball game. They would just be throwing beers on him. It would be a nightmare. Yeah, it would be a nightmare. It's not his thing. No. Uh, it's not his, his thing. His tie would get stuck underneath his feet. <laughs> yeah. But Pull he has tape playing, on it. He has been playing a lot of golf. There were some articles about yeah. how much golf this guy plays when he was ridiculing Obama uh, for playing golf, and now he plays golf every weekend, I guess. More power to him.
1: No, I, don't, I, you know, I don't care. Play golf, I don't care. I absolutely do not care. These, uh, these people that write these articles are just absolutely insane. So... <laughs> I mean, uh, good lord! But um, but another little tidbit that I shared with you was uh, a great story, a feel-good story about a six-year minor leaguer from the Philadelphia Phillies who uh, finally was told that he was going to crack the opening day roster. So we're we're uh,
0: we'll play some of that uh, w- right now from B- Brock Stashy All right, so we're a couple games in, are we? And is Brock? crack the lineup or no
1: well he, he he uh did have he's playing today and uh but it uh he did get an at-bat on the first game because nice. pete Mac- McCann wants to get the the people in there real soon just to get a kind of taste of it so um but 33rd round pick uh you know had perseverance and finally cracked it which is a good story that's, it really is a good story. That's... he broke
0: down in tears That's what baseball to me is always about. If I have a kid or anyone that you're playing baseball, you got a shot. Look, it's a big draft. Uh, There's a lot of minor league teams, a lot of opportunities. So, hey, man, stick it out. You never know what will happen. It's an awesome story.
1: Yeah, things uh, injuries for other players and people take notice and, you know, away you go. It is a good story. It is a good story. Yeah. So... We could always talk about the White House and all that fun stuff, but we like to keep it light. I mean, it's it's it's, it's
0: sometimes it gets really heavy. So, well, that's all we got for segment 1, everybody. Like it or not.
1: Yeah, Dave, well, we got an interesting guest coming up, Rob Leteri from uh Rob Leteri Photography in oh. uh, Northeast PA. Yeah. Exciting stuff. So, I think right. you'll will both enjoy it. Cool. We'll, we'll be right back. I just need to start practicing how to walk on hot coals. and eh, no, that's not good. That's stupid. Like, you know. What, is that even, uh, what does that even mean? <laughs> like you walk on hot coals or, uh, uh, okay, uh, hold on. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs>
0: 1983, come
2: on. Yeah, I think I was a petroleum transport engineer at that time.
0: Okay. Well, <laughs> it's been a while, hasn't it? 1983. So, yes. you're pumping So, petroleum? welcome.
2: I was a petroleum transport engineer uh, from my early teens up until around 16 or 17.
1: I was a freshman in high school, actually. Yeah. Still finding my way around. I didn't know where my locker was. I still couldn't do, do my combination.
0: Yeah. Well, we like, to, we like to figure out, you know, take people back a little bit and, and ask them what they were uh, doing back at that particular time. Now, Yogi tells me uh, you photograph weddings. That's correct. Wow. I think that is, uh, you know, of quite an interesting perspective you must have being a, a wedding photographer, so uh, he sell, tells me that you've shot over a thousand weddings.
2: Yep, it's it gives me a full picture of the human condition in a lot of ways. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Well, that's what we want to you know one of the things we want to dive in a little bit to is, is just that. Um, you know, you you're not. I was talking to someone about about this before, and unlike a priest or a counselor you go into this kind of unfiltered like it or not you know i would assume that the 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 folks that are getting married the couples you know, they probably go into it unfiltered with you because i i remember going and talking to a priest and you still you know hey you kind of have your guard up and you want to make sure that you're saying the right things and acting the right way but tell me a little bit about that first meeting uh when you go in to with some of these couples and what that's like
2: Well oftentimes they would come to my studio and we would have maybe a phone call or an email and then ultimately end up meeting at the studio so in those meetings I would say more than half the times it would be uh, it would typically be the bride and then you know if a guy was there oftentimes they'd be sort of rolling their eyes like yeah I'm here like okay and know, but then there's a, you know, every couple's different, but sometimes the guys rarely, but sometimes the guys are taking charge and they're asking uh, questions because they genuinely are interested. But a lot of times they take interest the second they get there. So I'm starting from scratch. So I have to, I guess, somehow make them like me. And then, uh, after that, um, uh, once they like me, then that's, they can ask the questions I just I get them talking about themselves really I don't say much about myself in the meetings right so just listening to them a lot of times it's somebody sort of re they're they're sort of at they're sort of telling me about their fantasy of the wedding day not the realistic part so I'm just listening (laughs) without
0: saying so being an old sailor that you are
2: yeah, so I just go along with the flow, and you know, and, and so they tell me, you know, their biggest thing, you know, sometimes their biggest concern is absolutely like they don't know this, but it's really nothing to worry about, and you know, half the time I have to remind them. I said, well, you realize what you're actually doing all of this for? Because you're getting married. So then, um, I think a lot of people get consumed with the whole idea of getting married, and then the 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 sort of the ceremonial part of the party, but they forget about what they're actually doing. So,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, so what is the, you know? So um, Rob has seen the good, the bad, the ugly from,
1: from start to finish. He could be, you know, he could be a therapist. You know, he's, he's going to tell these people, everything's going to be all right. We can do this. Yeah. I mean, yeah. once
2: they trust me, they tell me anything most of the time. I mean, they're telling me things like I. I mean, because they become unfiltered once they trust me. So when I'm in the, I'm in their families. Like I'm at their house. I'm there. I'm I'm basically um, in their personal space. And that's after not spending a ton of time with them. Maybe I did an engagement session. Maybe I, some people I've known them for a long time prior. Um, some people I've never met them the day of their wedding. That's rare. But you know that we maybe will have a. Uh, you know an online interview they live out of town because I've shot weddings between Switzerland and California so sometimes they're contacting me and they're like okay you know who are you
0: <laughs> right right do you How much is it have you um, you know a thousand over a thousand weddings you've got a quite a sample size of uh, different types obviously like you said from around the world even you got, right. you got any thoughts on uh, at that point what makes a, a a good start to the to the uh, to the relationship and everything.
2: Um, well, number one overall is there is no rhyme or reason. But overall, it seems like the couples that are the most open minded seem to be the ones that are still married. So, the really really controlling ones, the ones that had the biggest fantasies and all of that, um, you know, they lasted anywhere from. You know, less than six months to, you know, a couple of years down the line, you, you run into somebody and they're like, oh, we're no longer together. You know?
0: So so the ones that get that go into it uh, with that kind of fantasy world focus on the things that aren't necessarily as important. Is that what you're saying?
2: No, because it's a it's a reality seizure once all of a sudden they're married and then it's like, whoa, there's life is happening. So they didn't really plan on life. They mm-hmm. planned on the family and then the fantasy never happened so you know you can make the wedding day magical but it's tough to make every single day of your life magical so that's the
0: what's the craziest ain't ain't that the truth ain't that the truth davo and and rob (laughs) i mean i i i I just love to hear some stories about some you know crazy stuff that you've seen i mean you you've had to seen it all some disasters yeah too
2: every now and then i mean uh you know i've been on boats in in the in the new york harbor i've been in uh, you know uh, back of a horse you know traveling along a you know a, a mountain range in switzerland um you know you're, you it's it, it's never ending you know the different the different scenarios i mean you can be in uh, one wedding in new york city they made all the guests wear white and um so I dressed up in the only white outfit I had which was from India and I walked down the street and no one looked at me okay. and um, but uh, you know there, there's there's crazy speeches sometimes there's every now and then you get the I mean I see the progression from the morning to the late hours of the evening where people are you know dropped down drunk mm-hmm. um, sometimes uh, you've been you know, to some of the
1: weddings that I've been at obviously yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> you know you see that you, over the course of a day you learn the different personalities you learn the you know the attention seekers you learn the background people you learn the you know every, the take charge people the, then there's there's always the people that had nothing to do with the wedding and then the day of they're all about you know getting in there
0: Aunt Betty um, Aunt, 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 Aunt Betty, <laughs>
2: Aunt Betty. <laughs>
0: you, you ever run into any you know, wedding crashers
2: uh, I, well, lots of times, and I, I, I don't want to say I encourage them, but I, I've, I've watched them come in, you know, and just kind of see how they do it, you know. And, and I've actually been a wedding crasher myself on many occasions.
0: No, oh, nice. Um, <laughs> That's uncharted territory for me,
1: <laughs> just yet. Just yet, though.
2: Don't well, give Don't give is,
0: Yogi any ideas. Yeah.
2: Well, the thing is, you have to once you get the rhythm of what happens at an event, it's really easy to blend in. So you just if you act like you know you're like you're part of it no one even questions you because most of the time at a wedding half of the people don't know the other half yeah so yeah. you're just that part, like who is that guy like so for example one time in new york city there was a photo event going on and that space morphed into a cocktail area and all of a sudden they started bringing out hors d'oeuvres so i said to my friends just move along with the hors d'oeuvres and uh, flash the next scene more and more people are there we're we're talking to everybody we're having a couple of uh, cocktails and and then all of a sudden somebody's kind of getting suspicious of us and the guy kind of stands next to me and he goes so exactly how do you know the bride and groom and right as he says that somebody goes ding 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 and I said after the speech you know and then you <laughs> had to be quiet so and and during the speech we just you know Moved along, so anyway, just you know when you're found out, so you just you just kind of blend with it
0: hey, Yogi you're you're a good crasher maybe not weddings, but you've been known to crash a few ball games, haven't you?
1: A few ball games, a few concerts, uh, put some security uh, shirts on and make my weave into the uh, you know weave into the doors and and things like that and and I think you've been on the recipient end of that, Dave. I have, uh, I have. a few football games and uh, you know you just play the part you know and just don't look back just keep going absolutely. Any, yeah. uh, go Rob ahead, did you uh, how about um, any um, photo bombs by celebrities while you're taking pictures I know that you uh, told me a story about Tony Bennett tell me that story.
2: Um, actually it was in the uh, at a hotel in Wilkesbury, barre and uh, there was kind of a sub lobby area that I backed my one, I have a 1968 Mercedes that I sometimes drive brides or couples in. So I backed up, I was all set up in position. And uh, the plan was to wait for the bride, you know, did all the preliminary pictures and we're waiting for her to come out of the room. And so instead of her door opening, the door next to her opened and two people walked out and then her door opened. So she was about two feet behind the people that were, you know, walking towards me. And walking towards me was Tony Bennett and another fella. And my wrong instinct clicked in. And to be polite, I, instead of just taking the picture, I said, hey, you know, I was kind of, first of all, I thought, is this a joke? Like it's, but there they are right in front of you. And There's nobody else in the lobby because it's not really an active lobby. It was just a lobby space. It was kind of more or less a hallway, but it, it had an exit or an entrance. So, so nobody else is there. It's myself two people and then here comes the bride and her parents and I say to the handler do you think you could just a quick shot and they just like we'd rather not and they kept walking I was like ah just should have never said anything I should have just taken the picture
0: yeah Yeah.
2: but you know that's that's how that goes but it was one of those things it's surreal when somebody that well-known walks in there like right in front of you
1: so, yeah, yeah we'll, you always see those pictures of uh, Bill Murray or Tom Hanks,
0: you know, yeah, which, and, uh, you know. Tom
2: Hanks did not show up in any weddings yet that I was at.
0: Interesting, <laughs> just yet. W- what about any repeat customers?
2: Um, that's a good one. Um, uh, I think I've had two or three over the years, okay. Um, and uh, uh there's been a couple. One where someone deceased and they got married again that that was one there was uh, Let's see Um, Yeah, there you know, there's always weird combinations, you know that that you don't expect that come along every now and then
0: Well, that's the other thing. I was wondering what's the age range of your weddings? I mean, what's the youngest couple and the oldest that you've uh, Photographed
2: I'd say, you know 2021 is the youngest and the oldest would definitely be Probably
0: their seventies. Cool, that's awesome. Yep.
2: Yeah. So it's never too late.
0: <laughs> no, no, never too late to try it again. Also. <laughs> I'm
1: still waiting.
0: I am still yep. waiting. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. uh, and what's the trend, Rob, with uh, weddings? Big, large, uh, small. Uh, what? What's? What, what do you see over the years? How long have you been doing doing the uh, uh, photography?
2: It's gotta be since '87 was the first one. So.
1: Yes. This Remember, we're talking authority. to Rob Letiri from Rob uh Photography and the foremost photographer in Northeast Pennsylvania. Very nice.
2: Who paid you? <laughs> That's
1: a cheap plug. That's a very good plug. But go ahead. I'm sorry.
2: Well, um, the, the trends would be uh, everybody, there's a lot of do it yourself stuff. Um, uh, of course, there's, there's a million different magazines and blogs, and of course, Pinterest. And you can look at the pictures and right away tell if it was a Pinterest wedding or not. Um, hmm. A lot hmm. of things, you know, there's there's things that are considered traditional for just around here. Um, there's things that are considered traditional for, um, say, Southern California. Uh, I, I do a, a lot of things in uh, Santa Barbara area. So uh, it, it's, it's just something that... It, it, I think the average wedding now is still hovering in the twenty-seven to twenty-eight thousand range. That means you know you've got your, you know, thousand-dollar weddings, and you've got your hundred-thousand-dollar yeah, weddings.
0: That'd be good. Um, so, uh, ranges of weddings, all types, all around the world. What else do you do? So, what for yourself? What's something that gets you uh, jazzed up? Whether it's music or activities, what what's your pleasure? Well, yeah, like Rob, to... what gets you excited now?
2: Well, I've always been a big fan of music. Um, I've hosted music events at my studio. This is the 16th year for an event called Tuesdays on the Ridge. That goes on uh, one Tuesday a month. It's always random. Uh, it happened by mistake, and it's been going on by mistake for about the last 16 years. Uh, that's good. Um, that's good. Uh, I also hold events and uh, uh, my garage, converts into a multi-purpose facility. We've used it for everything from CrossFit style workouts to uh, um, uh, art gallery. So it's got all the right lighting and the right things and you just, whenever you wanna use it, you just back out all the vehicles and all the things and plug in the next stuff. So we've hosted things there like shows from people that went to Cuba. We have one coming up with a guy that uh, creates surrealist photographs where he merges a local attraction with a famous movie and uh, so for example you might see something like the Nicholson Bridge and then the movie Twister
0: so okay. there's like
2: a dramatic photograph that shows that um, there, we've hosted lots of different you know there was a show there um, on uh, the Lackawanna River that was really interesting because of the way it was photographed uh, there's been a couple group shows but primarily I will host other photographers in that space
0: okay what what other other than weddings, what do you what do you get out there and, and shoot? Um,
2: well, I started photographing uh, bicycle racing. That's how I got started with photography, and then uh, anything that's travel and anything that's like a, a new place used to be something that got me going. Um, uh, anything with speed and motion gets me going. There, there's uh, uh, and you know, ever since the iPhone came out, you know, you're you're sort of always have a camera with you. So I mean, it's just uh, my friends and I joke that we have this website called you'll never com, and that's where all those pictures would go at some point but uh, <laughs> naturally with Instagram and all these other places over the years Flickr I mean I've been hired for commercial jobs based on Flickr photos I mean it's just there's no rhyme or reason to how it works that wasn't the intention but a, a guy from Kansas City in an art an ad agency said uh, said how did you find me he said your Flickr account I'm like okay yeah. Next thing you know, I'm in a slaughterhouse, you know, photographing beef for the next four days, you know, so.
0: <laughs> that sounds really exciting. story. <laughs> <laughs> those saws go through pretty fast, don't they? Yes, they do. It's <laughs> like you see Rocky in there, maybe, uh, you know,
1: hitting the beef on the side, you know. <laughs> I
2: didn't see him, but when you see those guys that look like gladiators, they have full body suits covered in mesh top to bottom and uh, it's pretty intense it looks like uh looks like their infantry when they change shifts and they come out of the i guess they call it the kill rooms it's i mean you know you're talking about 800 cows a day that go through some of these processing plants and and it's pretty crazy you can Mm. in 24 hours you pull up in a truck and and then the next 24 hours you're leaving in boxes
0: what another thing we'd like to go over with with you i mean you know 2017 uh you're putting stuff into a time capsule to open up later on. You know, what are some significant things that you, you know, are feeling right now uh, that you'd want to put into that time capsule?
2: Well, I think because it's something that everybody uses. I mean, our phones, like it or not, are. I mean, we're using them right now. At least I am. I mean, it's crazy that one device does everything. Um, you know, it records. I mean, it used to take a 50-pound you know, side shoulder thing, just to do a video, yeah, you know, and that's like a you know, I don't even know what the resolution was it was broadcast quality, but you know now we're shooting four k video with phones, I mean that's pretty nuts, so a phone would be one thing, I would say uh um, you know maybe something you're right with because who knows if how long that's staying around, um maybe there's things like uh um anything that you know I use Sonos speakers I mean for sound I mean it's Mm -hmm. that to me is the best thing since sliced bread because you just plug in and dial in the Wi-Fi and and you got sound so I have my whole house top to bottom I got sound in virtually every room uh, subwoofers and and so you know when the sun comes out I just you know turn on the sublime channels and crank it up to the full yeah
0: it's nice and portable like you said take it anywhere with you
2: but you know, I, I don't know. There's like there's gadgets and things like that. But I mean, you know, everything is within our gadget. So mm-hmm. we've 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 streamlined everything. You know, even though people have more stuff, at least George Carlin would have told you that. But it just, um, I, I you know, there's I'm not really into stuff too much. So it's like I don't know if I would put clothing or things that would show you know what you wear like maybe a pair of shoes
0: uh and you do some bike you do some riding right
2: yeah i used to be a racer way back and then uh uh my brother and i grew up riding and he went on to be in the olympics so i've always been around the sport so it's just something that uh like when i go to california next week i'll i'll be riding you know every couple days and for every other day probably but you know, he owns a shop there, so the, a lot of the culture is the common denominator is cycling, and so you just you end up knowing a lot of people because of that.
0: Okay, yeah, I remember... Co- uh... Coffee shop,
1: Rob? Coffee shop or bike shop? Or, or, you know, out there, it's a mixture of both.
2: Oh, yeah, well, there's the bike shop and then... um it's his isn't as fancy as uh, Strive with the uh, coffee shop in it. So uh,
1: <laughs> we try to we try to make it as fancy over there. We have stepped up our game a bit, haven't we, Rob? They
2: definitely don't make smoothies at his shop. So you know,
1: um, we started uh, smoothies last Saturday. Uh, you know, we all brought brought a little something, so we were firing them up.
2: Yeah, I got the ingredients for this Saturday already. So you know, I
0: just cleaned my blender for this Saturday too. So. <laughs> I remember. uh, What was it? Breaking Away wasn't that a great film back in the eighties?
2: That was a great film. I think it was uh, nineteen. I thought it was nineteen seventy-eight, but I maybe it was seventy-eight. Yeah, I just Uh, remember
0: that was a. uh, I was younger, but that was a fun movie to watch. Got me. Got you into riding a little bit.
2: Right, the guy that stuck the uh, the pump in the in the in the rider's wheel to make him go over the handlebars. His name is actually Eddie Van Guys and he used to be a, an announcer out in Wisconsin during the big races every summer. So you got to know a lot of the characters out there, you know, in the sport.
0: Yeah, you know? that's cool. That's
1: cool. I yeah. Uh... Yeah, one time. Uh, well, Rob, we 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 sit around after um, indoor spin, and, and eventually, we'll when we finally, finally, finally go outside. Um, you know, hopefully, we'll sit around, but he's got some you know stories like I'll bring a picture out and it's like oh that guy is and he'll know every guy in the photo and, and you know where they started like it was a bicycling photo because we were talking about some bicyclists and it was uh, just a vast knowledge of because he's been around it for seems like his whole life yeah. Well
2: I, I mean I, I raced against Greg LeMond and all those guys that started and went on to win the Tour de France yeah. and then uh, uh you know ridden with lance armstrong throughout the years saw the you know the goings on behind the scenes with that yeah a lot of different riders over the years um there was that guy from the wallflowers was in there uh yeah random people you know uh take up cycling because it's obviously it's a Do it
1: all your life, yeah. I was actually going to ask you about your brother's shop. You know, what I always marvel about uh, coffee shops, coffee slash bike shops, is everyone has like premier cycling jerseys on the wall, especially the ones out in the west coast. So, um, you know, they they want to have so what your brother has some good stuff on the walls,
2: yeah. I mean, he's got uh, everything from the yellow jerseys, which I, I don't know why I have this here, but it's um. Just for laughs, it happens to be in this room. What do you do with this?
0: Uh Uh-huh. Nice. What do you do with
2: this? So, you know, that's a a remnant from the Lance era. Um, uh, He's got, you know, everything from yellow jerseys to world championship jerseys. That's the rainbow. He's got green jerseys. That's the sprint winner in the Tour de France. He's got Tour of California jerseys. Uh, A lot of them are all signed and signatures with everybody and all the people. Um, he's got some, he's got his old, his Olympic, uh, suit, track suit. Um, because when Trek renovated his uh, shop, they made him have sort of a heritage corner and they put all that stuff in there. Like, uh, you know, everything from jerseys to, uh, photos and this Pan Am gold medal and all that kind of stuff.
0: Is hmm. U.S. Postal still involved in, uh, cycling?
2: Not at all. Um, uh, there's that kind of a whistleblower, um, uh, suit is still going on where where the government uh, is trying to ask for about a hundred million dollars from Lance you know from mm-hmm. back pay and all that kind of stuff I'm not sure the exact status of it but I think they're you know they have the government has nothing but time and money so they yeah. doesn't They're in no hurry no no they
0: <laughs> but, we're,
1: but Rob brought up a good point though that there's it is so colossal the the uh, the collusion um, that it, it it's if if you go uh, go after one person it's, it's near impossible.
2: Yeah I mean it, my grandfather used to say never bet on anything that can talk so you know when people are talking they're gonna make deals and you know it's um, and then when you communicate you can make deals and figure out better ways to make the deals look bigger so I mean all professional sports have something you know going on I mean there's there's a uh, cycling doesn't have a riders union, something like NFL football does, basketball does, baseball does, but there's different levels and degrees where, you know, it's like what embarrassment level do you want to maintain? And um, so, you know, nobody's interested, you know, football and any of these sports are all entertainment. So um, nobody's interested in hearing all of their heroes, you know, that they're, you know, taking this or taking that or whatever. and And so... I guess in a weird way, every, our society does like to see heroes rise and fall. Like, you know, you look at someone like Mike Tyson or Tiger Woods or, you know, Lance or any yeah. of those people. It's, you know, they love to pump them up and then they love to see them going down.
0: <laughs> it's quite that way, isn't it? That's a, definitely Lance uh, Armstrong is a prototypical of that. I mean, everyone, like you said, pumped them up and then they're just ready there to just see him crash down and enjoy it for some reason.
2: I mean, in a little bit of a way, it's because cancer is such a big, it's a, such a pervasive disease, you know, uh, the drug companies behind the scenes are fueling this, like the the idea of, you know, you know it's, because you don't hear people talking about keeping well as much as, what do you do if you get sick? Mm-hmm. So they're the ones that everybody that profits so um, they, it's what better thing for the pharmaceutical companies than to have a hero you know they, they'll say it's for the people to give them hope but in the meantime it's giving them sales. True yeah. <laughs> you know, so to have, it's, one, uh, to
1: have one of their patients win the Tour de France you know like three times after post, right. post-cancer. I mean,
2: you know one time on a bike ride I asked Lance I said doesn't all this you know stuff bother you when people are trying to accuse you and he said if I had something to hide it would
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm, good stuff well we appreciate you taking the time and being with us on like it or not Rob and uh, you know we'll we'll check back in with you and see how those statistics are doing after another thousand weddings
1: all right cool yeah you and tank back there uh take care he's he's yeah. resting back there he's always getting in those pictures so i mean he always wants to get in those pictures so. yeah we're trying
2: to get him a commercial contract so he can you know pay for <laughs> oh, his
1: own- eyes just opened <laughs> up yeah he has, the,
2: he has the best uh best um diet of anyone i know
1: <laughs> absolutely She's so bad, but I'm dreaming, yeah. Shoddy bad, but I'm dreaming,
2: yeah. And you know what I mean, man, yeah. She's so thick
0: in them jeans, man, yeah. She's so bad, but I'm dreaming, yeah. Living with the gosh, I'm a mama. That damn, you know I. Welcome, you, girl, welcome yeah, back to Like It or Not. I'm Davo, the Chogi Bear, and that was "Dreaming" by uh by Drew and uh, and Brian. I'm I'm just waking up from my dream, Bear. This is a
1: hot new track. I'm still dreaming. <laughs> I'm. I'm still I like dreaming. A good, I like a good dream every once in a while. I know okay. what kind
0: of dreams you like. It's Yumi. much
1: better than reality, brother. <laughs> that's
0: right, my man. That's right. Yep. Oh man, so it, that was great talking. That
1: song makes me dream. Actually, I, I think I am in a perpetual dream.
0: Whatever. <laughs> oh, well, we appreciate Rob for coming on and sharing some of his insight with us about, uh, you know, the wedding scene and some of his stories with Lance Armstrong. I mean, that's. That's great. I mean, a little little, little bit drier, let's just say, than some of our other topics we discussed. But, I, man, I, I hope you guys enjoyed it because I thought it was really good.
1: Absolutely. I thought it was great, too. I enjoyed so, it.
0: So we, we talked a little bit in there about your spin class, Yogi, and uh, uh, looking at some of this fake news, the FNN Fake News Network. Did you see the story this week from uh, the women who buy these yoga pants called... Uh, I don't know. I don't know much about yoga pants. I'm not saying I don't like them, but uh, supposedly women are furious because these yoga pants uh, are ripping like wet toilet paper.
1: Oh, well, let them rip away. Let them rip away. So just, you know, put it out there that they're going to rip. And if you want to wear
0: them, it's up to you. Right. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm good with that. You got anything? About what? Some weird news, you know. Anything oh, sure, that's, that's... sure.
1: Weird news. Oh, I didn't know we were on weird news, my brother. We yeah. got lots of weird news. Okay. Get this, Dave. This is not. This is not weird news, but it could be spun in a weird way. Suge Knight. Okay. Suge Knight, of course, probably has a book out or a documentary, and he was with, he was with uh, Tupac the night he was gunned down. He says that he. Was the original target of that night's shooting.
0: Yeah. I a fucking
1: 400 pound black guy in a car
0: was the target, and they missed him. And they missed him. They shot this skinny little guy.
1: Get the heck out of here. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty weird. That, that belongs in the weird uh, category. Speaking of weird, Dave, what's your favorite uh, Monopoly symbol? Oh, easy. I always go with the car. Car. Well, it's still hanging around. You know, there's new symbols. The symbols, not symbols. Um, uh, what do they call pieces. those? Playing pieces. What okay? do they got? What do they got? Symbols gone. The wheelbarrow is gone. Oh shoot! Okay, because our yeah. kids don't
0: know how to use a wheelbarrow. They got an iPhone on there. <laughs> That's
1: right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a, a T-Rex, a penguin, and a rubber ducky are are going to be replacing <laughs> that. So. But offhand, can you name all of the of the pieces, Dave?
0: The originals we had a we had a wheelbarrow, because you just told me we we had a thimble yeah. or one of those things that. Which people, I just told you again. Which you just told you. Okay. We had a dog. A we Scotty had, dog. We had a car. Yes. We had an iron, I believe. Yes, but that was replaced
1: in 2013 with a cat.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And you know, I love cats,
0: dead ones. Well, and uh, did I get them all? Is there any more? Oh, you did not get them all. Okay, what did I miss? The top hat. Oh, yeah, the top hat, love that one. That was my second favorite. And, And the battleship. Uh, battleship i don't remember yeah. the battleship i know what it looks like now sunk my
1: battleship yeah. that was a
0: different commercial but
1: uh yeah so we, now we have uh the t-rex penguin and rubber ducky so mm. i'm surprised you know what i'm surprised we don't have a rainbow little rainbow symbol <laughs> you know come on jesus a rubber oh, ducky. oh that's right it's right we're not politically correct anymore i forgot that ended in january okay yeah. but um whatever hey big news dave Babe, Dave are you sitting down
0: I'm standing up I'm ready for it
1: Barry Manilow is gay <laughs> Announced yesterday Comes out of the closet <laughs> okay. He was fired up on Twitter yesterday Announcing 39 years relationship With his lover But yeah. then uh, Like it or not gets a tweet okay. From Samuel L. Jackson Ooh. Saying he's black <laughs>
0: Oh, God. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. The folks that that tweet us some of this stuff. I'd never guessed it. Um, Wow. So, Barry. eh, I, you know, not surprised. That's for damn sure.
1: I mean. The Copacabana, (laughs) Barry Manilow. Next thing
0: you know, Neil Diamond's going to come out and tell us he's gay.
1: Yeah, I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. Hey, you know, Woody Harrelson came out and said he he stopped smoking pot. (laughs) <laughs> because it was making him Emotionally unavailable So uh, that's, Emotionally unavailable that's a great, <laughs> Emotionally I like fucking that. unavailable That's like Let
0: yeah. me write that down Emotionally unavailable <laughs> Next time I call him sick at work Uh, sorry, boss. I'm emotionally unavailable. Uh, what, day? You've been smoking too much pot again?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I got my medicine card, so uh, they can't you can't ask me that. So, uh, emotionally, what happens if you don't if you want to be emotionally unavailable?
0: Okay, right. I mean, oh my gosh, that's that's a new one. I haven't heard that one yet. Did you you
1: hear also, did you hear about uh, um, in Washington, the state of Washington? Uh, someone donated a cooler to the Goodwill, and it was full of uh, 3.75 pounds of marijuana, the cooler.
0: <laughs> where would you find Where was that one in? Where would you get that one what from? What do you mean? What do you
1: mean? I'm chock full of useless that information. Awesome.
0: That is awesome. Yes,
1: but who's going to go and pick it up and claim it, you know? <laughs> so... Uh, oh so gosh. they were having a good time what and, and, but Washington, you know they they had a good time at goodwill. What the hell. him give him a, a little bit of break. So you know, maybe it was Woody
0: Harrelson's. <laughs> 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 maybe Woody dropped it off. he took it out of his minivan. That's right, that's right. yeah, any sh- any shout outs? Yes, absolutely. We got a huge shout out.
1: A shout out to our queen in New Jersey. Uh, a, a New Jersey team was accepted by all eight Ivy League schools, Dave. Wow. I'm sure you not. Yes, wow. this is unprecedented. Mm. Uh, the gal, and I'm going to pronounce it wrong, and I apologize to this wonderful listener, uh, Ephemia White Thorpe is her name.
0: Well, I never, I'm not going to any, I didn't go to any of those schools. Our, our beloved friend, though, Dr. Christopher Chin. Did spend some time at Yale. That's a wonderful thing. That is a wonderful thing. <laughs> Remember when we were <laughs> we visited and you enjoyed that pizza so much. Remember that bear? Uh,
1: yep, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, Pepe's Pizza, Pepe's, was it? Yeah. yeah. Down there in New
0: Haven. <laughs> Excuse me, are you so. finished with that? <laughs>
1: They were getting out of their table, and there was a full slice there, and, I, you know, come on. It was... Um, oh,
0: jeez. That was awesome.
1: I was a squirrel looking for a nut. Come on now. So.
0: That's all I got, Bear. That's all I got for this week, and like it or not. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Like it or not. It's, right. it's good stuff all that, right that's all we've got everybody so like we said uh, you can reach out to us at 202-796-0240 uh, we're on Twitter Lion like it or not and we're on SoundCloud now too do a search for Lion like it or not on SoundCloud if you are having trouble uh, finding us anywhere else so we're excited about that I'm we are always emotionally available Devo and, and uh, Yogi Bear all right we'll catch you next time shake it easy shake it easy bye